Welcome to our community. This is Sarah Tavabes. We are figuring out the Yantif of Rosh Hashanah when it comes out on Shabbos from Tafresh Tamah from the Rebbe Rosh Hashanah. We're into part three, and we are talking about what are we doing here in the world? Why is there a world? And and the Rebbe Rosh Hashanah is speaking about the idea that Hashem takes His infinite light and He contracts it and, and He creates a world so that He can reveal who He is and what He does. And reveal all this kaifas, like we would if we um, had a lot to offer the world. Let's say a person has a lot of wisdom about Torah and science, and, and he has no venue. He tries to speak in different places, nobody wants to hear. So he decides he's going to create a magazine called Torah and Science, and become the editor of the magazine, and write articles every week, and send it out, and create subscriptions. Now he has a venue to express what he can speak. So, the same thing that Hashem, God, creates a world to express what He can do. His kaichas, His ka'ulas, etc., to express what He can do. And, and, and therefore, it, the main thing is, what, what do you need this world for? There's a special light, there are two kinds of light. One's called Saivis Kalaman, the other one's called Namalikalaman. Saivis Kalaman is the light that surrounds the world. It's that miraculous light that is not part of everyday life. It's the godliness that, the godly level that creates miracles. Things that change nature. Unusual things. The malikal army are things that are within nature. Like, there's a pair of muddy boots sitting on my front porch because somebody went hiking and their boots are muddy, let's say, and they left them outside under the awning because they're too dirty to bring them out, let's say. Okay. Why were they created? So this person could go hiking? No. On the contrary, they were created because there's a light that animates them. The light is called Mimalekal Almond. But it's a Mimalekal Almond light that happens to fit into these boots. Obviously, there must be different, different gradations of Mimalekal Almond. One for the refrigerator, and one for the boots, and one for the umbrella, and what, etc. It can't be the same generic because one mamalical almond light creates boots and muddy boots that shouldn't come in the house. And the other one creates a refrigerator. Is, is, so there, there have got to be subtle differences in the godly light that animates each of them. The proof is one comes, look, comes out looking like a refrigerator. The other one comes out looking like a pair of boots. Okay. So the question is, why was this pair of muddy boots created? So this light that animates them, this godliness that animates them is crucial, huge. And Hashem wants us to discover it. He wants us to find out the secret. Right? Like a little kid who knows a secret, but they really want you to ask them what the secret. They want to tell somebody the secret. It's not that interesting, the secret. You know, we made Rosh Hashanah cards to send them home. So he, the child wants you, they, they, they're like, you know what? We did a secret thing in school. I bet you don't know what it is, right? They're kind of baiting you to ask them, Nunu, tell me the secret. The secret's a big, exciting thing. So the secret of what this mamalakol almond, this light, this godliness that animates, let's say in this case, the pair of boots, Hashem wants the secret out of the box. Like, hey guys, it's 
been in there for a few thousand years, the secret. I want the secret out. I want everybody to know the secret now. I want everybody to experience, feel, taste, understand, know, plus plus, this life. So, how am I going to, how am I going to get you in the mood? You might say, yeah, you know, just call me after lunch. I'm kind of busy. Like, I have a I have this secret life. Would you like to see it? And they're like, maybe after lunch. You know what? I'm really busy now. Just, why don't you just call me tomorrow? How about, I don't know, let's try next week. We're not interested. Like, you really want, Hashem says, oh, I want you to know the secret of inside, the, this mamali called almond light that's inside the booth. Like, yeah, all right, uh, maybe I need to make an appointment. Call my secretary. I'm just super busy now. So what does Hashem do? You're not interested. So he enclosed it in something that you might find interesting. And then you'll, you'll go there. Like, if I, you know, actually, I have a friend who, um, she wants many years ago, her brother, oh, Shalom, um, he passed away a few years ago, unfortunately, but 45 years ago, she wanted him to come to, come to her community, come to Crown Heights, and, and spend the Shabbos. And he was like, yeah, I'm not into Shabbos. And she said, um, really nice girl here if you might like you said, oh, okay I'll come <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> that got him there that was his language he was so much interested in coming for Shabbos right and 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 so the state Lahabdil so that means now the Mamali called Almond Light yeah but if Hashem enclosed them in, in, in a pair of boots muddy boots or a pair of boots so now I'm interested in boots. Why? I'm going on a hiking trip, and I need a certain kind of boot to go hiking. Now I'm interested in the boot. Right? Hashem said, I want to just get you to the boot, because in those boots, what's animating them is mamalikal almin light. Now that's the real thing, and I want it, I want it to come out and be revealed. So I'm not that interested in revealing that light, but I am interested in the boot, because I'm going hiking. So two birds, you know, so two birds with one stone. You get two birds with one stone. So I'm interested in the boot. Hashem is interested in me, in me revealing the secret of the Mamalikal Amun light that's in the boot. So he gets both done at the same time. I'm interested in That's it. Okay. So that's how life works. Now, obviously, as we progress towards the Mice Mashiach, Hashem wants us to focus less on Wow, these boots are amazing. They didn't get wet even in pouring rain. Okay. Fascinating. Less on that and more on, wow, the godly light within these boots. So the shift, there, there starts to be a shift in the focus from how amazing the boots are, which was all through history, to how amazing the godly light is in those boots. That's the change. That's the shift. Because in Yemais and Mashiach, every boot, every bit of mud on the boot will be totally transparent, and all you will see through the boot and in the boot is the godly mamalical almond light that animates it. And that's the real thing. And that's the reason that Hashem created the world. 
Now, obviously, this is going to have everything to do with why we blow Shaker on Rosh Hashanah, because remember, on Rosh Hashanah, we're saying, Hashem, could you create a world again, a brand new world this year with different boots? Right. Different boots, different refrigerators, different stoves, different this, different that. Different mamalikal almond light. Would you be into that? Would you be willing to do that? And Hashem says, mm, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I kind of need to get in the mood. Well, Hashem, what would get you into the mood? And Hashem says, you really want to know? Yeah, really want to know. The sound of the shifer gets me in the mood, so to speak, to create a brand new world this year. Oh, okay, we'll blow Shifer. Hashem says, no, 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 no. It's Shabbos. It's Moksa. You can't blow Shifer on Shabbos. Okay. Well, I'm knocked out of the box then. What do I do? What do I do? What do we do? We're not going to blow Shifer the first day. And that's the entire question of this migrant. And the answer we will figure out. Here, here is a concept that, that the Rebbe Rashad is saying, that everything that's achieved in the upper world, you know, up in the world of Atsilas, it's all godliness, and their job is to reveal Hashem. That's what, that, that's what their job description is, to reveal Hashem. And the light and the vessels there are so able and so godly, they're similar, of, of a similar substance, maybe the same substance, so to speak. They match each other, etc., and their job in the world of Attilus and higher than Attilus, reveal Hashem. Say the secret. Tell it. But in the lower world of Bri, Yitzir, and Asiyah, the job is don't tell the secret. Don't reveal Hashem. Hide him. Hide him. And the light, the godly light in Bri, Yitzir, and Asiyah, and the vessels to receive the light are very different. Very different. The light is still very high and godly, but the vessels are quite grubbed. They were done on purpose like that. And the lower world, were done on purpose for the purpose of if Hashem is concealed, now you can have something called a yesh. Something that looks like it exists independently. Here's a tree. Where does it come from? I don't know and I don't care. In order to not know or not care, that is the only way that became possible when our insight filled the whole world is because Hashem did beyond what you can possibly imagine to create something called a yesh, something that looks like it exists independently. And he has a deep, deep reason why he wants something to exist that looks independent from him. So for that, he created the lower world of Bia, Bria, Tzirachia. And so here the Rebbe Rashad is bringing out an amazing thing. For Hashem to, in, I think I was saying, I don't know if I said it on the recording, the malady of the world today is that every single person feels like he is not fulfilling his potential. He has tremendous amount of talent and abilities and kachas that he is not sharing with the world and he's not using. And he's not actualizing. Everybody has that problem. So, okay. Uh, even Hashem, so to speak, that, that's the issue. That's why as we go into Yemais Mashiach, everybody struggles with that problem. Even the biggest people at the top struggle with that. I'm really not using up my full potential. You know, 40% of the brain cells are only used, etc. So, 
again, with that in mind, and and it's partly the reason. Partly the reason is because in these lower worlds, which Hashem created on purpose to conceal him, your talents are concealed, your kaisos are concealed, all of that. And you have to work to reveal this that's hidden. And it's not simple. So most of who you are and what you have to give to the world is hidden. You don't even know about it. As the Rebbe says in, in a certain sikha somewhere, that now the time has come for us to reveal the kaisos that we have, that's no chiddush. The hidden talents that we have, that's no chiddush. The hidden abilities that we don't know we have, that's still not a chiddush. The hidden abilities that we that we have, that n- nobody knows that we don't even know and no one ever believed that we could have them, that's a bit of a chiddush. That's what we have to reveal. Now, how do you reveal them? You don't know that you have them and nobody else knows that you have them. And that's where we're up to that we have to reveal. Obviously, we come through the assistance or the pu'ula of the Nathiyatara. So, um, um, but here they're saying an amazing thing. Uh, the whole point, um, the whole completion of Hashem revealing his kaifas, his abilities, from hidden to concealed, yeah, sorry, from concealed to revealed, is when there's somebody to receive. That's great. I can create a podcast and nobody listens to it. Great. What's that all about? You want when you're giving out your talents to the world. You know, I can teach people. I have a recipe blog, and I teach amazing new ways to cook, let's say. I want somebody to listen to it. I want somebody to read it. I want somebody to watch my videos. Otherwise, what am I doing it for? Hashem is creating all this. He wants somebody to take it, to grab it, to receive it. The revelation of his life. But you can't say you, that the existence of the lower world is because he has to have somebody down here to receive it. He doesn't. There didn't have to be, for him to fulfill his potential, there didn't have to be the existence of the lower worlds. There did not. These lower worlds existing was not like, well, there was no choice. It's not true. There was a choice. Hashem did not create the lower world because this is the only way that he could reveal his powers. It's not true. And down here where he's concealed, etc. No. The only reason that he created this lower world is because of chukka longing, desire, passion. Not because he needs to. He wants to. He wants this lower world. He doesn't have to. And in that, we have to realize that as we go into the Mashiach, that's why we see a shift from all the generations. People operated their lives by you should. You have to. You must. Do what you have to do. You must do this. You must do that. And we switched in this generation to, I want. I only do what I want. Older people are angry at younger people. What do you mean you only do what you want? Life is about doing what you have to, not what you want. They said, no. Life is doing about what I want. If I have a passion for it, I do it. If I don't have a passion for it, I don't do it. What's this? It's reflecting Hashem's very purpose for creating these lower worlds. 
Hashem, why did you create this lower world? You had to, right? Because otherwise you wouldn't have been able to reveal your kachas. He said, no way, Jose. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't create these lower worlds because I had to, because there was no other solution. Because I had all these kachas and I had to have somebody to give to them to. I didn't have to. You didn't have to? No, don't tell me I have to do anything. So why did you create these lower worlds, Hashem? I had a passion. Haven't you been online? Got to follow your passion? I had a passion to create. I had a trick. I had a passion, a desire, a deep passion, an incredible, you know, massive desire to create these worlds. And we can't understand it. Why he would want. Why he would want. But interesting that in this generation in which the younger you are, the less you do things because you have to, and the more you do things because you want. I only do it if I want. You know, I need a pair of boots. My feet are getting wet. But if I don't like the exact shade of the rim around the top of the boot, I don't want to buy these boots. Even if somebody gives them to me for free. I don't want them. This is a generation that uniquely can understand Hashem's kavana in creating these worlds. Because the rest of us, we can't figure it out. Come on, Hashem, do what you have to do. What do you want? You want? You want? Passion? Leave me alone. That's the older generation. The younger generation says, yeah, you only do things that you want. Yeah, I get it. Totally makes sense to me. The younger you are, the more you can relate to Hashem in his Completely illogical desire. I just do it because I want to create the world. They get it. We don't. It says, we can't understand the, the rational reason why he wanted. Younger people say, why do you have to know a rational reason why he wanted? You want you want. Say, no, no, it has to be a rational reason. Younger people say, you don't need a rational reason to want something. You want you want. But here, for the older folks, the Reverend Rashad is saying, a reason. The kavana, why he wanted, is, if you'll understand it, to bring down Bili Atmos Arinsaif Dafka. He wants to bring down the revelation of the infinite light, infinite light down here. And that's why it says, right, famous statement, we know about this. And it is not because he has to. And it's not because there's a logical reason. But rather he wants. He has a taiva. It doesn't make sense. The entire, and we want to get this. As it says, by, uh, as Rabbeinu Zal say, it's a taiva. You can't ask a question on the taiva. Why do you want? I don't know. Don't ask me any questions. But rather, and I, and I just want to say something on that. Nisaba, he wants. He wanted, he had a title, that there should be the existence of these lower worlds and that he should pull Atmos or insights, the infinite light, down here. That he has the ability to bring down here into this lower world his very essence and the infinite light, as it, as it will be explained. And pulling this down, it comes from the level of Pneumus, Atmos, or insights. This light that he wants to pull down and this desire and this whole plan comes from the very inner aspect of the essence of our insight. Very, very, very high. Higher than something that can be revealed. 
Right? So if you ask somebody, why do you want this? I don't know. What My desire is coming from a place where I can't reveal it. I don't have words to explain to you. I don't, it's not revealed even to me why I want it. So, um, higher than this revelation, it's shining into the world of Mamalikoam. So, this very high revelation of Hashem, like, I don't know why I want it. I want this. I want this lower world. That's a very high energy. It's shining into the world of Mamalikoam. And it only comes down as a ray. And so, a ray. So what we want to say on this, um, and in this, and in this ray that comes down, there are different levels, etc. until, um, it's down here. This ray is so concealed, you don't even know there's a ray of light. But, we'll do one more little point here, because I want to say something on this year coming up. When this Hamshacha comes from Atmos Arin Saif, there's no difference between upper and lower. Okay. And the re- main revelation will be down here because that's what he wants. And it comes down through us pulling it down. Called the Vida. And that is the whole reason why the world exists. And that's why your Neshama came down into this world. So that you, through your Vida, should bring down Atmos or insight down here. That's why you're here. So, what I want to say is, so we have here a generation that they can relate to totally. Yeah, I want. I just want. Don't ask me to explain it. I don't even know why I want it. And I don't have to explain I don't feel like I need to connect to why I want it. You oldsters, you feel like everything has to have a reason. Not me. I'm reflecting, I'm reflecting Hashem's very purpose of creation. The entire world that we're sitting in, that we're all into what you gotta do every day in the world, move the car to the other side of the street, and you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta go to work, gotta pay your rent, gotta buy food, you have to have a balanced diet, you have to make sure you have some vegetables every day, you have to have some fruits every day, make sure you drink enough water, make, you have, you gotta do what you gotta do. Because there's a world and it has rules. And the whole basis of this world that has rules and you've got to do what you've got to do is all based on a passion. A taiba. I want. I feel like it. I can't explain it. That's it. That's the basis of this whole heavy-duty world. It's all based on I want. Which is not a heavy-duty... I mean, it's an intense energy I want, but... It's not based on the, you know, like, gray, tell me why you're doing this. Based on, I want. So when, so this will all, we only have two more pages left, which we'll get to finish tomorrow. But this explains what. When Rosh Hashanah comes along, and here we are, with the job of convincing Hashem. Here we are, with the job of convincing Hashem to create the world. This world that he's only going to be created if he wants to, right? If he wants to create the world, he's going to create it if he wants to. So this job of creating this world, we're going to do, have to do some, want to do, have to, want to do some fancy footwork to convince Hashem to create this world this year, especially since it's what a job he has this year to create a world that will work this year. 
oh my goodness. Totally chaotic, totally nonsense, a world that you can't rationally put it together to figure out how it can, how anything can work out. No way. The only way he can create a year that works, a year of Mashiach for us, is through he wants. Not through any rational means. We've, all the rational, all the systems that should work are done. The only way it can work is if he has a passion and a desire. He pulls from the place where he wants. That's from Orient Stars. That's from the infinite light where all the rules don't exist. Move all the pieces around on the chessboard. Past, present, and future. Havaya. You move them all around as you want. All the rules are gone. He wants. And he's saying to us, blow the striker from me. It will, will create in me that intense desire to want to create this world this year, which is the craziest world I've ever created in all of history. This one's going to be, oh my goodness. And again, we're going to find out, please God, tomorrow, if we're not blowing Shaker on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, how in the world are we going to get this world created this year and to know that Hashem has a plan that's totally out of the box, beyond beyond, and Dafka was not blown Shaker because he's Dafka going to pull down and enable us to pull down an energy of Kayach that beyond, beyond, beyond concealed inner, deep, deep Kayach, way invisible. That if, when we pull it down through the shifer that's not blown, the shifer blowing, the significant blowing shifer that's really not done, but really done, you know, like nobody hears the sound of the shifer, nobody's really blowing it, but in the basin they just they blow it, but we don't blow it. So who's blowing it? Maybe Hashem is blowing it. We'll find out tomorrow. But it's Muqsa, so how could he? And all of this is the recipe, custom designed for a year. Tafshin Pei Aleph, the year of Geula, in, in the set, in custom design in the center of insanity. He's going to create the year of Geula Jaska in these circumstances. May we find ourselves immediately in the base of the Shishlishi, in that year to be a Shanatayva Masuka. And please tune in tomorrow to find out the answer how it's all going to happen.